Do you like green villains, Jeff? Mm, It's tough. I don't know where to draw the line. When we had that question about green characters, favorite ones, I said (laughs) green goblin. But people were like, I was surprised you didn't say Dr. Doom. And I was like, well, I did like Dr. Octopus as a caveat of like his costume is green. Right. So I was trying to draw this line at like green skinned characters. Right. Um, But if we were talking about green costumes, then easily Dr. Doom and Dr. Octopus and Green Goblin, I think is the the answer to that. Hey, guys, this is Will. Of those three that Jeff just said, which one do you think is the weakest costume design? That's so hard. It's not hard for me at all. It's it's probably Dr. Octopus, but I think kind of the stupidity of his costume is one of the things that I love so (laughs) much about it. Just kind of fat guy in a green suit with an orange belt, orange shoulder pads, and then these tentacles and his bowl cut. I love it. And particularly the impact it made on me because of the cartoon show. So like that version of the costume is perfect. presents a perfectly acceptable podcast episode 308 it's a comic book podcast about comics from people who love comics talking about things unrelated to comics no that's not true we're actually talking about <laughs> comics but i threw you off our scent there just picture yourself in a stealth camping expedition with the three of us and today we're going to be looking into building Sasquatch. your own snow cave oh no? sweet we're going to build our own we're going to do it in i'm jeff i'm cold <laughs> Roman, you're Nicole. What? What'd you say? Oh, you're cold. So Django, yeah. What we need to do at this point is throw this blanket over the top of these snow walls that we've made. That's going to at least allow us to trap some air in here. We're going to light this fire. Then we're going to seal off all the doors so it gets real warm. That's. I'm concerned about the oxygen levels in here. Nope. It's fine. Solution. It's fine. Yeah. The water turns into air. Yeah, and if Django's expelling formic acid clouds, isn't that flammable or something? We're going to cook in this cave. I poo ants. Oh, man. So, uh, (laughs) listeners, dear listeners, uh, kind of a through line of what's been going on for us lately is conversations involving ants. Just uh, leading up to the beginning of this (laughs) podcast, Uh, we learned some things about ants. We don't love it. It's not ideal. Django was eating some ants that were in his dates. Uh, He found a conversion factor for protein and nutrients in amounts (laughs) of ants. It was a bummer. So, Django, because you've done that to us and now our listeners, yep. it's you're in charge of getting <clears> us to the to get out of this moment into the next moment. OK, well, I just wanted to tell everybody that the largest ant colony on Earth is located in the Mediterranean region and spans cool. more than 6000 kilometers. Holy cow. 6000 kilometers of delicious, delicious ants. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, do you have any estimate for the number of ants in that colony? I don't, but it's got to be a lot. It's got to be over a hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think that at that at some point you don't measure ants by quantity. You measure them by miles and kilometers. You actually measure them by people. <clears throat> how many ant people that would be? So there's roughly one starro of ant people. There's roughly three hundred and sixty three thousand ants in a human body yep. <laughs> at a given time. <laughs> That's a lot of protein, is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Oh, welcome to a world where we are made of ants. That's right. It's a comic book podcast. And we're just here creating good comic ideas for you. But no, that's not why we're here. We're here to get an email from Will Elmer, who didn't send us one. So, so hey, everybody, I'm Will. Creek with no paddle. Hey, Will. I'm Will. What's up? Well, I'm just hanging out here at the uh, foot of Shit Creek, hoping you guys make it down here to me. But while I wait for you. I just wanted to say, um, if you were to put together a band uh-huh. that oh, was shit. instruments playing people, okay, who are the three people in your band? The classic and Django turn up, version at the end. Love it. I'm not Django, awesome. I'm Will. Awesome. Love you guys. Awesome. Uh, great job, Will. Thank you. So thank it, you. I know I don't usually stay on after I have my email read, but I'll be here <laughs> monitoring it for the duration. 
I love it. We'll have to get Will's opinion on some things tonight. Django, could you repeat Will's question just in the briefest? If you're going to make a band <clears throat> where instruments... Three-member three band. <laughs> the instruments are playing the people. Uh-huh. This this question, I think, if 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 I were to speak for Will, I uh-huh. would say that this question was inspired by the three guitars sitting behind Jeff right now. Oh, so instruments are playing people. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I would want... <laughs> <laughs> i watched your brain just stop i would want oh, I, I can't i would want so am i okay i i'm gonna flush the idea that you actually have a, an actual thought about what this question would even mean and i'm gonna say i would like the trombone to be playing the bass player from tool justin chancellor okay i would like the maracas to be playing Carlos Santana. Yep. And um I would like uh I would I would like a mother box. Ooh. Just a mother box. Yeah, I decided just to just keeping that the steady thing. I decided to subvert the question there. <clears throat> that is a that you you perverted it for sure. Roman, what do you think? This is such a odd question cuz if they're <laughs> if they're instruments, why did they need to play people? They they just make the noise themselves. Listen. Yeah, Will <laughs> left. We don't know. Oh. We'll never um, know. Will's turding. <laughs> hey Django, actually could you answer the question before Roman does just cuz I'm curious yeah. what format this question what the, even this answer could be. I would like um I, I would like Jimi Hendrix's guitar uh-huh. to be playing john cage i'd like to have um anybody's drums maybe a one-man band's drum like the oh, big okay. backpack kind sure. of bass drum that he's got uh to be playing a mime mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i'd like um i'd like uh like a like a tenor sax yeah to just be thrown in the river you don't like a tenor sax don't i don't you know i played a tenor sax for years I know, and it's not you. It's it's you a sure? lot of songs that made me not like the tenor. So sax. it's not. I didn't do that to you. You didn't do it to me. No, no, no. It was uh, "Careless Whisper" and and many other songs. So Roman, now that we know clearly what the format for this question is supposed to be answered in, sure. Um, what is your answer to this question? My my answer obviously well, remains unchanged. Yeah, well, of course. Man, well, it's like... funny because I wanted I was going to have Jimi Hendrix in mind too, but I wanted. Um, B.B. King's guitar, Lucille, playing playing Hendrix. Um, Just going to want Hendrix to experience what that's like. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) You love it. Rock and roll heaven, baby. Um, I want, I guess, I don't don't remember what kind of horn. I want want a horn playing Dizzy Gillespie because I want to see if Dizzy Gillespie's cheeks billow out like that when he's being played. (laughs) But not blowing. Man, this, there's always like a moment where it hits me where I'm like, this is what we're fucking doing to people. <laughs> also, yeah, I'm also sorry, Andrew's out of town this weekend, so I have to edit. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Oh, I got. Oh, I got a third one. You know, oh. the easiest answer is to just cut it all out. <laughs> the easiest answer is to just cut it all out. Well, we gotta, we gotta get some drums now. I want, I want a, I want a drum kit playing, playing Gene Krupa. I, Ooh, nice. Just like throwing him down the stairs. So he, yeah, he sounds yeah. like that. Like well, it. now that we've lived in Will's brain for a little while there, Such Will. A weirdo. That was a weird yeah. thing. I hope you get back from the turd house, the turd farm soon. But until then, it's time to talk about comics because we just did that forever. There's, okay, little disclosure, little dis- yeah. full disclosure, actually. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, our comic shop hasn't received our comics from Diamond Comics yet this week, which means Image, mm. Dark Horse, Boom, other things um, did not arrive. I did look at the invoice. There was not much. It was a pretty small Diamond Week. That said, you will find this to be slightly heavier in the Marvel DC uh, wing of things. and Indeedly do. Boy. So, uh, on that note, shall we kick it off with Swamp Thing Green Hell, which I know we all read? <laughs> sure did. So, Green Roman, hell. Mm. you did the Lord's work, and you made it through number two to get to number three, and you got to finish this series along with us. I did. I reread one and read two, read three. Did you like it as a holistic <laughs> thing? Because we, you weren't able to talk to us about number two. I did. I did like it. Yeah, I like Swamp Thing anyway. Um, I like it when it's all mystical. I like... I like slash hate 
old creepy looking Constant Constantine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Such a shit. He's yeah. such a shit. Yeah. Um, very good part in this series. I didn't yeah, care that gorgeous. much about the about the the villain, but you know that's kind of secondary for a Swamp Thing story for me. It's just I want to see Swampy doing cool elemental things and and maybe finding some happiness. The art's got a real um, Gary Frank vibe to me. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that. Doug Monkey and Gary Frank have a pretty similar style. There's something like the thin line there. You can kind of even see multiple attempts at a line sometimes in in yeah. faces and stuff. Yeah, and a lot of the a lot of the body shapes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I yeah. think Monkey's maybe a little more organic. Gary Frank a lot of times feels like he's almost posing paper dolls, but his faces yeah. are perfect. Yeah, Gary Frank's. Um, but a very logical comparison. I think that this exists like right beside Tom Taylor's Hellblazer Rise and Fall as the perfect Swamp Thing to give to somebody who hasn't read a Swamp Thing before. And I don't know. I think that, you know, saying here, read Alan Moore's Swamp Thing is a larger ask than this, which is just Mm -hmm. a three issue thing. I think you can scare people off with the idea of like, I'm gonna have to get six of these to get this story. Um, I think that that's true with the Hellblazer one as well. I think this gets to the heart of the character and like you can know nothing about him coming into this and really like him. But it also explains his relationship with the green in like the most coherent way I've gotten to um like mm-hmm. i thought the scott snyder one kind of while well, i liked it just kind of went a lot of places and i didn't really create a mock working model for like the green the rot and the red um so i just i really like how concise this whole thing is and at the end of the day it took a year for the gap between issue one and two but i i don't know this is going to live on the shelf in a collection and i think it was worth it yeah i thought that the like cons- i i had the thought when i was reading this it- it's really nice that they can do this out of continuity because we kind of have been told what the end of times Constantine is. And I like that they can play with it here and actually give him an end. Um, that's not at the end of all time. Like it was in the books of magic. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, and just like this, this calls back to so many classic moments from all of these characters from swamp thing to Constantine to, um, animal man's daughter maxine and like it it kind of dances around following up my favorite animal man series which is a kind of a wild thing and my favorite storyline from from hellblazer which was the the garth ennis one and the stuff with maxine and and all that just it it's a an important part of me reading grown-up comics when i was about 17 or 18 was was that animal man by jamie delano Mm. Roman, beautiful yeah. man. I, I, you were about to say something a minute ago. Did, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. What did you guys think of? Um, spoilers. We're gonna spoil these. Oh, we're gonna people. spoil the um, shit out. <laughs> you kids spoiling. What did What did you guys think of the end where Swampy gets to be with Abby and their daughter Tefe again? I love that. Uh, I wasn't mean, that nice? Yeah, I did like that. There was a happy ending for. Well, I guess like Diddy, he's a plant now wait no he oh, does go i'm looking sorry i'm looking at this scene of the other person that died like the no, oh, little yeah, girl the, the, the little girl oh, like man. gets to become swamp thing maybe oh i just saw it as uh swamp thing giving her a gift yeah it just says in the swamp thing swamp thing never dies so i got excited about maybe future oh, maybe stories so. of her. but oh, yeah God. i love that he got a happy ending i i mean i love the kind of horrific art of like now that he's drained from uh the connection to the green like everything he does uh causes his body to wither a little bit until he's just mm-hmm. this like atrophied little twig man um just just fantastic i think like all around the art was great i love the beats i love getting to spend time with these characters and having it be a complete meal and not feeling like i'm missing something or needing more or, like out of the loop on stuff like uh i think we've gotten really good constantine time out of these black label books and yeah. as much as the size can annoy me um I think it's perfectly suited the the imprint for for books like this. So what do you give it? <laughs> oh, I gave it a 9.5. 9.5. That's pretty good. Yeah, nice. I think it was yeah. my favorite thing I read this week of this stack, but I did a little extracurricular reading I'm excited to talk about. I'm going to give it uh a 9.0. 9, mm. 9.0 grams of ant protein. Oh fuck. <laughs> hey, you got to keep it in. Uh, I got to bring in the red, don't you? I was um, going to cut it. 
I'll give it an eight. I'll go the low score. Whoa. Did you, was there something missing for you, Roman? Nothing missing really that I was conscious of. I just, it was a good story. Um, I've just, I don't know. I think I'm a little jaded. I've read so much Swamp Thing stories, you know, starting with, you know, Len Wein in the seventies. And I was just like, okay, another solid Swamp Thing story. I just read uh, the first issues of every Swamp Thing and nothing ever makes me want to go past (laughs) that. So excited actually. Good thing they gave me a year your break yeah. Jeff do you have a score for the whole thing for the hardcover edition if you will I, I'm gonna go nine. nine nine yeah I think each issue was better than the last I think the first issue was the slowest of all three and I I think it really came together in a wonderful way that I was like pretty like invested in what was gonna happen and, and very mm-hmm. interested um what like, about you gonna die what's gonna happen yeah Roman, the, yeah, the whole, thing? Overall. whole thing uh, I think for the whole thing give it a nine nice I'm going to give it a nine and a half for the whole thing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then just a plug for me, uh, Roman, that new guitar there is called the La Bruja, which is Spanish for the witch. Pretty Ooh. cool, right? Is that the blue one? The yellow one. Oh, the yellow one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. The witch's body. Jenny, do you like that? I'm kind of reclaiming it. I like it. I think, I think you should call people witches when you're angry at them. I do behind your back. Oh, I <laughs> really set myself up for that. You didn't sure I? did. You what witch. a chump. Hey, are we all reading Punisher still? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, Punisher number 10 by Jason Aaron, Jesus Saez, and Paul Azaceta came out this week. And you guys, we've taken a pretty dark turn in the tale of Frank Castle in this mm-hmm. book. Like this book is getting messier and grosser and... The thing that I've always disliked about the Punisher is that, like, he seems like he's a bad guy to me. So why are we reading a comic about him? Right. And this is, like, so much more that. Like, I could justify it when it's, like, war stories, but in this one. And so so it's so much so that um, that it seems like Jason Aaron is sort of, that's the point of maybe part of this conversation is, like. Right. Um, maybe not somebody to idolize. Because, spoilers, the Avengers <laughs> show up at the end of this, and I'm like, thank you seriously why the fuck are we letting the punisher do shit well they've been sniffing around sniffing around him for a few issues right like there was Have an issue with sniffing? daredevil like oh, daredevil yeah, came them. to try to talk him down and i think Moon well that Knight was just too <clears throat> yeah and they and yeah. there was wasn't there some maybe that was the previous punisher run where god that might have been years ago where he got a iron a that was down. the Rosenberg. Oh, that was Rose. Okay, that was a whole different series. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Roman's old. <laughs> yeah. I liked in this one how they were talking about how even his new hand-inspired symbol is now being marketed to the dopes out there. And yeah. The commentary about that. It's just like, okay, so you're a guy who is married and lies about going to bars to hang out and get in fights or like to go to prisons and watch people die. And then like the lady is like, and I, I, I saw him doing it and I thought it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, well, you <laughs> suck too. Like you're a psycho. He's a psycho. And like, you don't like each other, but you got this weird relationship and your kids are dead. And the horrible shrew ladies <laughs> manipulating him. And everyone's a chunk of meat to him. And Avengers, come here. You put Frank away. This guy's... Why are we giving him more chances? Dude, the the opening scene... Like, it took me a minute to figure out what was going on and what we were seeing. It was like three or four pages in before I understood what the setup was. And just, like, that opening splash page with the dismembered bodies falling out of an airplane. Yeah. That's an amazing bit of art. And just, like, really sets you up. Because this whole series has been violent, but not not this violent. Like, this issue is... Frank Castle off the leash. Visceral violence. Yeah, it's it's because he's got the power of a god now. Like unto a god, much like our friend Roman. I really that scene that you brought up, Jeff, the flashback to the the bar when Maxine is has you know is spying on him and he doesn't know her rocks off by seeing him kill people. Well, well, not quite her rocks off, but she's ashamed of the fact that part of her thought that it was good that he's beating the crap out of that bozo in the bar um i really like that stuff though i thought wow this is not that i've ever i'm not a veteran but this is pretty realistic it seems like for guys like him that came back and are all pt well maybe not ptsd but you know peppered up you can say it they're peppered up yeah combat's the only life they they've found that they like 
and, and you know the married life that they're supposed to it's just a facade i really like the elements there that they introduced because we haven't seen that before that's a new element that jason Aaron introduced that frank was started going to watch executions and things and yeah just how, actually, just how far gone he was before his family was <clears throat> murdered that's interesting roman i didn't really think about that as a byproduct of his time in the war i i was thinking of it as oh, just yeah. like he's horked up for violence because like there's been all those flashbacks of him as a kid being essentially super evil um so the connection of it being a byproduct of war i think is better than my interpretation which was dudes just horny for death stuff but i did watch that jeffrey dahmer documentary a couple weeks ago so (laughs) but when like in the earlier issues when he was being a shitty kid he was kind of doing a bad thing in the name of justice yeah right like he was he was hurting people who bullies had hurt other people yeah and in this, like after he comes back from the war, he's so broken by it that he's really he's into death enough to get on the list, on the guest list for executions and stuff, yeah. which is like that's that's extra messed up. Yeah, it's like uh, gateway drugs, drug stuff. And now he's going for the harder <clears> stuff. And like if I if I were to extrapolate kind of where we're going here, what if Frank's family hadn't been killed? Would he have just turned into a mass murderer without direction and instead his family was killed and focused his violence sure. towards bad guys because yeah, he's not being discriminatory about who he's beating up in in this in in the flashbacks but once his family gets killed he's only like he's got a code that he follows yeah i think that's a re- really interesting idea i hope they do explore that i like I sound like I'm being negative about the book. I really like the book. It's the most compelling Punisher book I've ever read that are, mm-hmm. is, doesn't take place in the war. Um, but it is just like shitty characters. Like, yeah. you know, you're like, you want to root for the wife, but you're like, you're just like kind of an enabling, but like, you like, you got some weird kinks, not, not to kink shame, but they're into <laughs> some murder in this house. Interesting team of Avengers. They have to confront them yeah. for the next issue. Cause well, we don't know about Dr. Strange, but, all these other Avengers have killed people um, in their past. I mean, I'm sure Cap did. They just kind of kept it quiet, but he was, you know, in the war. In the war. So so yeah, that'll be that interesting uh, moral questions there. You know, Roman, they call that the great war. That was world war one. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Is that an Avengers team? Because it's Dr. Strange, Moon Knight, Wolverine, Captain America, and black widow. That's just five characters from Marvel. Well, I'm saying it's an Avengers team. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've all been the team. Yeah, they, yeah. they've <laughs> all been in some form of Savage Avengers or New Avengers or whatever. Yeah, right. Captain but yeah, America it could just the be a, a crew of Avengers who maybe are better suited for this because they've all killed people on Doctor Strange there because Punisher's Caps, Caps killer, coop, cap, Caps kooky killer crew. Um, I give it a 9.0. Like, it's it's really good at what it's doing it's very compelling i'm gonna get it in a 9.5 i think nice. it's it's one of the best issues of an amazing series so far yes. great looking art i'll also give it a 9.5 yeah that oh yeah that full page with the body parts and everything man spooky stuff roman can loves I, body parts can i yeah. tell you guys something before we move on to the next book please do, do. we have time I mean, never enough, but what do you got? Well, I mean, I, I know you like talking to me, but this I do love talking to you. So I, I wordle. You guys wordle? Hell no. You guess five letters and you try to solve You try to figure out what the magic I'm word familiar is. with its in, in mechanics. Yes. I've been wordling for about two years and I've used the same starting word every time. It's penis. And if none of those letters match, my next word is grout. Ooh. Okay. G-R-O-U-T. Yep. Today, the word was grout. Nice. Which means I needed a new second word. And I was talking it over with your friend and mine, Dan Brooks, and uh, he recommended Kalk, C-A-U-L-K. Yeah. So just now you guys have, like, it's it's undeniably a better second word after penis. Um, and I had to I had to look it up. I had to look at my phone after Siri read it to me. Um, and uh, so just, just a little update for everybody. My first wordle words now are penis and Kalk. That must have been really exciting when it was grout. Ah, I was I was very surprised, and yeah. then instantly bummed because it's a pretty good second word. It it, it tells you a lot about the letters you're going to use. Well, so is Kalk, L and K and U, mm-hmm. uh, and C. Beautiful. Uh, that's it's going to eliminate a lot of letters for sure. So that was interesting. Doctor Strange was in that Avengers team. He was also on a gorgeous cover of a book this week. Hout. What a beautiful Alex Ross piece. 
Oh my gosh. I would wear that as a poster. I, I would wear that poster as a cape. I would get that poster as a blanket. Is, I is would it, get it as a beach towel. Is it just me or does Alex Ross's Doctor Strange look like um, uh, Vincent Price? Timothy Dalton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely Timothy Dalton. looks like Timothy Dalton. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why Timothy Dalton isn't playing Doctor Strange. So I, mean, just well, I, guess, he, I guess he's a little old now. Yeah. Um, a New Day, a new Doctor Strange book. This one written by Jed McKay, art by Pascal Ferry, uh, or kind of uh, Phil Noto Light with colors by Matt Holland. <clears throat> Can't do better on colors than that. Roman, I think the best suited person here to talk about a new Doctor Strange book is you. I'm, although I'm curious, Django, did you read it? Uh, I read the first half of it, and I only stopped because I got interrupted. I really liked what I read. Okay. Oh, All right, just... you don't have to sell me on it, Django. Fine, fine. <laughs> I just saw on the cover, the ancient one's little ancient head is up there. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Didn't notice that. Um, yeah, Doctor Strange is alive again. Clea's back on Earth, and now she's staying there and her and Dr. Strange at some point somewhere in the past they got married and it was I kept think ignored until recently um so now he's living the married life in the sanctum uh I'm not I'm not I don't know I didn't read the Clea Dr. Strange series so I don't know how exactly he's back to life but he is and he's decided to do the Scarlet Witch thing and he's put up a shingle as as a consulting doctor but for mystic art mystic art stuff this is just establishing their little life. And apparently uh, in the Clea series, Wong is part of like a secret, very secret branch of S.H.I.E.L.D. called Wand. I forget what mm-hmm. Wand stands for, but it's just him and one other person doing secret agent mystical stuff. I thought that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, I'm a little, I kind of I like Wong being at the Sanctum Sanctorum with the Doctor, but I guess Clea's replaced Wong at home. I do really like the art in it. Um, like it's, it's beautiful it art. kind of a stretch. I mean, to be able to say somebody looks like Phil Noto because nobody really looks like Phil Noto, and this is this is very close in many ways. So that's very cool. It reminded me a lot of the first <clears> issue <throat> of that Scarlet Witch miniseries that came out recently. Uh-huh. Just sort of like setting up a consulting detective thing, helping people, and you kind of go on an adventure with them for the second half. And Moon Knight yeah. too, right? Which is I think Clea even makes a makes a mention of that. Like Moon Knight set up a business to help people also in in the the, the Jed McKay yeah. joint Moon Knight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The I thought it was, I, yeah, and I thought it was a little funny of this and making such a big deal about that because I thought, well, in the past, isn't that what Doctor Strange has always done? I mean, hmm. um, so he's he's been busy being dead for a while. Oh, it's only been a year or so. Jeff, did you like the backup? Did you read the backup? I didn't read the backup. The, the first the first text in there. Finally, Orgon accumulators at full, storm clouds at peak saturation, hallucino generators ready to charge the rainfall with psycho alchemicals. That's pretty fun. It and and it it like it looks like something that I would have expected from the Invisibles by Grant Morrison. Like, yeah, I did just through it. The the crazy bad guy hippie looks like a yeah. Grant Morrison character to me. Yeah, it seems to be written a little bit. I didn't recognize any of the creators' names or anything, so I decided to skip it. Also, I got enough Doctor Strange in the main issue. Well, that's I'm not good, a huge Doctor none Strange in the fan. backup. Yeah, yeah, the backup it's it's all Wong. <clears throat> oh, and the this crazy villain um, whose name I've already forgotten. So, I mean, are you excited for it, Roman? Did, how did it rank among the many Doctor Strange number ones we've had in the last five years? Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. I, I, I uh, I tried the Clea Doctor Strange series, which I think was also by Jed McKay, maybe. Um, And I only read the first three issues, maybe, and and dropped it because I just it it wasn't that interesting to me. But this has better art than that, and and I really like that Clea and Doctor Strange are adventuring together again. I always thought she was a a good character in the old issues. So yeah, I'm excited for this. There's a good mystery it sets up about the guy, another Sorcerer Supreme from another dimension that kind of set up strange's death anyway and uh they set up a good mystery here to explore about him and i kind of got the impression maybe he comes back to life at the end of that uh trad Moore series maybe not that, that seems uh, that, that's what it looked like in in here yeah oh that cool. that's where steven came back to life yeah but i that hasn't finished yet so i, I don't know hmm. but uh but uh, seven yeah. and a half i gave it a seven and a half as well gangy Nice, we match. Oh. Look, at our, look at us, our pants match. Hey, Roman, Django and I both have these matching purple sweatshirts. And these oh. matching purple 7.5s. Oh. When we oh. went to Comics Pro, we wore these matching sweatshirts with like sky blue shirts that say FOC, 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 FOC initial, like those 
shirts that have like four <laughs> names written on them. Um, yeah. We were pretty proud of it. It didn't get quite the response that I thought it was going to, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I, as I said earlier, that's a fine purple hoodie. Uh, we have extra FOC shirts if anyone needs them. <laughs> um, I would give this a nine. Wow. wow. It'd be Old a t- Statler gooey. Yeah, almost. Yeah, I, I probably would gooey duck it, except if that whole thing had been the Pascal Ferry art. The back of the series, the art's fine, but it didn't. I didn't like it as much as the main story. You have a Doctor Strange bone. I do. I love Doctor Strange. He's the one yeah. that makes him feel good. I get it. Doctor Strange bone. <laughs> You make me feel good, Dr. Strangebone. Uh, okay. The next <laughs> obvious one. To, what, Roman? What's Sorry. so fucking Sorry. Uh, Your joke, obviously. No, I, I happen to flip past the page where Spider-Man visits Dr. Strange and <clears> he's like trying that. to get his help. And he's and he's embarrassed because he uh, accidentally lost his soul to a demon playing three-card Monty. Okay. Well, that's a great transition to what I wanted to talk about. You guys, oh, good. I read... In the last three or four days, I've read 14 issues of J. Michael Straczynski's Spider-Man run, which I had Ooh. never finished. I got those Omnibuy. Um, and when I started that, I was very excited because like near the very end of that Omnibus is the storyline Original Sins, which I believe is what it's called. Maybe Past Sins, which is the one where uh, you learn that like Osborne and Gwen Stacy had an affair Mm-hmm. And like, maybe there's kids. I don't know. I can't remember. I've never read yeah. it, but I've always wanted to read it. But it's like in the middle of that run. So I've never uh, gotten to. But so when I had started reading it, I was excited to get there. But I read a lot of Straczynski Spider-Man in a small period of time. and kind of got burnt out. But last night I got to the first issue and read the first issue of that chunk of it. Nice. Um, and I just want to say J. Michael Straczynski Spider-Man run is awesome. It is so good, even though there's like some larger scale storyline things that happen with that I don't love. It's just such a great Peter. Peter and Mary Jane have like recently gotten back together. So their relationship feels good. And you're not constantly worried about that. Like it's such a great cast of villains. It's all Romita art. It is so awesome. I love it. It's like maybe my favorite long term Spider-Man run I've read because like Spider-Man even though he's my favorite superhero, it's mostly like smaller stories that um, I think of when I think of the good Spider-Man stories. And is Jacob the spider guy that shows up? Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Yeah. Does He, he shows up pretty early in Straczynski's run, right? Yeah, and it takes he like kind of kicks the whole 50, thing off. Or no, it takes like 30 issues for that to really come to a head. I think that I, that that's the first Spider-Mans that I really got into as an adult. Like I, yeah. I read, I bought those as they were coming out and... That was probably the longest I've ever read Spider-Man. I read most of that series. I like Gwen Stacy so much more than Mary Jane. So like this storyline bums me out to yeah. such a huge degree. But I f- I've always wanted to read it because like it's I got to know, you know, but it feels so dirty. I think it's widely regarded as like the biggest mistake anybody's ever made with Spider-Man. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they retconned it all away. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, we just need some edgelord to come back and give it back to us. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, man. The time is right. It's been 20 years since this run almost. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, big plug for that. Really, really enjoying it. It's like timeless feeling. It's like yeah. reading those Legends <laughs> of the Dark Knight Batman books. So good. Nice. And 14 nice. issues is a lot of issues to just be kind of bumping through, you know? Yeah, that's that is a lot. Every night cranking through like three or four. Are you, do you need more Legends of the Dark Knight for when you finish the Straczynski? No, I or have you still have some. I have Shaman okay. to read. Nice. Um, but, you know. That's going to be like Batman inside of my child brain. Yeah. Mm, your little child brain. Your smooth little child brain. Um, speaking of Batman, uh, Batman One Bad Day, Rachel Ghoul, number Rachel one. By, Ghoul. Rachel Ghoul. By Tom Taylor, Ivan Reese, and Danny Mickey and Brad Anderson. Uh, this came out. I think this is the final issue in the One Bad Day series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's all done. And I think while this does what they have all done, where it's kind of it, exactly what it is, is maybe a little bit different than all the other ones because they're it's all a good story. Of... Exactly. But <laughs> this is a fantastic Ra's al Ghul story, I thought. Uh, what did you guys think of this? I think it, I think it was good, too. I think they could have called it Batman a good one shot. Oh. Rachel Ghoul. Rachel Ghoul's one good shot. <laughs> I it liked was... it. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. Would you? Th- I liked it. 
I liked it as well. Great Batman. commentary. <laughs> Batman didn't like it. It was his one bad day. Okay, well, let's talk about something that happens in this issue. So I thought it was a great, you know, just like backstory on Roz. He's got plans. He's like knock. He's like finally kind of going buck wild and killing a bunch of really influential power, powerful people. And Mm -hmm. he has strategically over many, many years implanted um, his people basically in these structures of powers so that when these people are killed, uh, their replacements will be people that work for him. And it's kind of him at his most eco-terrorist, which I think is awesome to return to with him because that's a fundamental part of his character. But I think it's harder to write that in a compelling way these days, or at least it just doesn't come up as much. But um, at the end, he's fighting Batman. Batman gets stabbed, seems to die-ish. And then Damien takes him to a Lazarus pit. Has Batman been in Lazarus pits before for sure? Uh, Are we worried about what that's going to do to Batman? He was in one in the Grant Morrison run. No. In, in the Who was? There was the dead body that they put in there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Was that not Bruce? No, it wasn't. It was one of the life model decoy things that were being built in the final oh, that's crisis right. bunker. That's right. Yeah. I feel like he has, but this seemed to not lean into, maybe it was Morrison's thing that when you come out of a Lazarus pit, you're, you, you've lost your sanity. Right? Yeah, and I don't know if oh. it's like, well, that's yeah, in that's... Batman the Animated Series, too. Sorry, Roman. Yeah, I think it was before Morrison. Okay. But I like the fact Damien here is like, you know, take it easy. It can cause madness or anger. And Bruce just interrupts us and obviously, yeah, but not to Batman. <laughs> his, yeah. will, his will is so strong, he just shakes it off. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. How do we feel about Ivan Reese's art? I yeah, I really loved it. There's some moments in here that are, that are like, wow, that's like a Neil Adams like close up of Roz's yeah, face. Yeah, you're right. There is kind of some Neil Adams in his art. Yeah, there's one particular panel where it's like a stream close up of Roz with his eyebrows raised and uh, like looking up into his eyes from below. And it's like that's totally Neil Adams. The very first page is absolutely gorgeous as well. Yeah, I I like his art sparingly there was a time where it seemed like it was in a lot of batman books um and green lantern books and i don't love it when there's a lot of it but like one book occasionally i do like it a lot yeah and this with uh i I don't remember i'm not familiar with danny miki as the anchor but i think his inks here are really good i think he does capullo's stuff yeah he's an old school anchor yeah nice heavy lines that the page with uh the flashback page with raw saying goodbye to his his old wolf wolf companion oh, and geez some, that was such a touchy page there's some sad dog stuff in this issue yeah i really could have done without the absolute like beat for beat homage of the the old neil adams ross agul story uh yeah. but they're fighting in the snow instead of in the desert like down to the sword handling it, it's you know it's like if somebody remade that sword fight at the top of the cliffs of insanity from the princess bride i don't need that do 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 something newer and cooler but aside from that i don't that. really have any complaints yeah i didn't I, mind that in here the only thing i minded about it is like well they should be hairy chested come on yeah yeah i mean i figure since that's one of the most iconic moments that they've had echoing it was yeah i, don't know, I, I, could... I really i really liked the uh this this classic Roz style where he's yeah. he's saving the world and yeah. the, the and it's such a clever plan that he you know that he's had in motion for for years because mm-hmm. I think the peeps some of at least some of the people that uh, you know he's he's engineering the deaths of horrible people like you know the Mitch McConnells and Trumps oh, no. and Elon Musk of the world and stuff <laughs> and maneuvering things so that better people more progressive people take their places but I got the uh, the intimation I guess that. The people that are will be replacing him may not even necessarily know that Ross yeah. had anything to do with them getting into place. Yeah. Um, and I really like that because in this story, I mean, I was rooting for Ross. I was agreeing with him mm-hmm. until until he like sacrificed like a couple thousand other people in that building to right. take out the main eleven people. Well, that, that was bad. But That's everything else, <laughs> yeah, everything else is like, yeah, well, you're wrong in this, Batman. <laughs> Should leave him alone. <laughs> Do you guys think that Bruce really grows facial hair so slowly that it took three months to grow that little tiny beard? Well, that's not what uh, Batman Venom would indicate to us. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, does that mean Damien was shaving his dad while he was asleep? Probably. That's weird. Probably. (laughs) I mean, 
he's got a butler, you know. I bet Damien has to pick up a lot of slack when Alfred's not around. Alfred. Yeah, Alfred. Alfred used to shave Bruce while he slept because he didn't have time to shave during the day. Exactly. That was one of the main things he was paying Alfred for. Yep. Yep. Great issue. Great issue. 9.0. Easy I was 8.59 in it. I'm going to go to 9. Yeah. Yeah. Nine and a half for me. I wish... I wish we, wish we had a race. I'll go around like taking out the people that need to be taken out. Nine, um, nine and a half and a nine. That that's some high scores, boys. Yeah, I, I have generally pretty high scores this week. I think last week mine were relatively low. So yeah. on this Batman one de- bad day, the Riddler one we can agree was phenomenal. Yep. This one we think is fantastic. Yep. Um, Roman sounds like and people Will really and like I really like Clayface. I haven't yep. read that one yet. I like the Mister Freeze one quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You liked the, Catwoman. Quite yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I would say as a whole, I would consider it a success. I wish there was slightly yeah. a, a maybe differently named. Um, but yeah, I would I would love an absolute edition of all of them. Well, they're doing individual hardcovers to go in a slipcase, so your wish is granted. I think that's a different no, wish. no, your wish is granted, Mr. Figley. Please move along. Please move um, to the back of the line. I have a question for Will. Okay, what's your question? How do you feel about the the way that they're producing those one bad day books it's slipcase it's hard covers that fit in a slipcase that also includes batman the killing joke re like with the original coloring do you like that what would you rather have it as um i'll wait for the absolute edition okay are you confident there's going to be one no but i don't want that many hard covers on my bookshelf yeah i don't like the thin hard covers my name's will it I bums like the fat me. Hard covers. I I get it. Well, I I kind of want some of them, but it bums me out that it, I'll sort of feel like I need to get all of them. But also, I don't want all of them. All of the hardcover, the little hardcovers. Yeah, I'm I'm not optimistic that they're going to do an absolute edition. I can't think of how they would do that. It would have to take place over two or three volumes. They're all oversized issues. There's only like eight of them. Yeah. But they're all like 64 pages. So that's like three issues worth. Absolute yeah. editions are usually like 12-ish issues. Um, yeah, that's true. Maybe they'll just would, do a regular would... hardcover omnibus. Yeah, and and I wouldn't like that. Uh, guys, ever. Django here. Oh, hey, th- thanks, Will. See um, you, Will. So that Bye, one, this is kind of where the books, those are the big hitters of this week. Things start to kind of drop off here. Uh, Roman, a- Andrew, do you guys, either of you guys have any idea of where you'd like to go from here? Jeff, I'm out of town. I'm Andrew. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> I want to talk about, I want to hear you guys talk about Superman number two, but I don't want to have to talk about it. So I'll take my answer off the air. Okay. <laughs> you Thanks, yourself Andrew. didn't want to talk about it, Andrew? Yeah, sounds, I'll let you guys do it. Yeah, sounds like you okay. didn't want to. I don't even okay. know if I read it. Okay. That was good, Andrew. You're a little nasal these days. I've um, got a head cold. I hope it feels Bye, guys. Good. Bye, Andrew. <laughs> Bye. Oh, thoughts. Um, <laughs> you guys, Superman number two this week. We'll grant the wish of our good friend, Andrew. Joshua Williamson, Jamal Campbell. This issue came out. God, <laughs> I love Parasite versus Superman. One of Do my you? first. Yeah. One of my first Superman stories was like the Jerry Ordway illustrated, like Tom Grummet era of Superman or action comics. And I read a few issues and I was like, yeah, whatever. He just, he he's never really feels like he's in peril. And then. And then the parasite showed up and I was like, holy shit, this guy could actually kill Superman. And I was worried for Superman mm-hmm. uh, 672 issues into this juggernaut of a comic book. Um, <laughs> and the concept of this one where he's mutated and he, instead of getting bigger and stronger, he just splits and turns into more and more and more copies of himself. Man, I, I like that a lot. Hell um, yeah. I'm excited to hear that you're a parasite fan. Yeah, he's like the perfect villain for Superman. I like I like Parasite going up against Superman more than I like Lex going up against him for sure. Um, I would be the opposite of that. I, Parasite kind of falls into the like Amazo category where I'm like, okay, so we're gonna be reading. But but Amazo Superman yeah. just has to go punch him a bunch, and with yeah. Parasite he can't. That's that's yeah. what I love about it. Like Superman and can't use his biggest power. Every everything that we encounter when we're a kid becomes, yeah. you know, yeah, good. So I get it. That, I'm a Green Goblin guy. So that that, <laughs> that is so exciting because when I was a kid, it was also Parasite and 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 um, uh, Metallo. I thought were really cool when yeah, I was a kid. Metallo is the other one. I'm just like Fuck. because yeah, he's another one Superman has trouble with because he can't get near him. Oh right, because he's Krypton Kryptonite. And he, he yeah, was in another he's got a Kryptonite heart book just recently was it that big superman one shot that kicked everything off or something 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it was just like we were getting some. Is that action I think comics? I re- recalled. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think action comics. I recalled this same story of being like, okay, cool. Feels like every you know bore well beginning of a Superman run has like a really boring villain like that. No offense intended, guys. <laughs> I just wish they put Luther back in his his seventies costume with the the purple and purple and green with the big collar and the rocket pack. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it yeah, was so was, dumb. Yeah. I love Lex Luthor, so I love that he's still in this a little bit. I didn't like this issue as much as the first issue. I like the first issue a lot. I do like the whole, like, total blackout thing that's going on here. That's a fun, like, goth or metropolis in the dark. But I don't... They become kind of vampire people when they get infected or something. Like, he's just becoming a parasite. I Yeah, I think parasite can infect people now. Okay. What did you guys okay. think of the new character named after my mother, Marilyn Moonlight? didn't even stand out or like remember her when the issue was done but she's only here for like three pages yeah she's not in here a ton i would have liked to see more of her i'd like to see this issue colored a little bit brighter um but i love i love her costume what what are her powers i don't know she's got some sort of moonlight power and it looks like she gives superman a flashback to the old west when he touches her um and her moonlight can recharge superman so like you know like it should be because moonlight is just sunlight sunlight, Yeah, yeah reflected sunlight yeah I guess maybe the moon absorbs all the good stuff. Green yeah, I, I, she's cool. <laughs> I forgot that she like recharges him. That's cool. And she's got like ghost guns and ghost Wild West stuff. The first panel kind of makes me think it's Naomi in disguise because she also has that like crescent symbol. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah she, she's pretty cool. Is the cowboy Maryland flashback movie? makes me think it's not. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll bring back another 70s Superman cast character, Terra Man. Oh, I love yeah. it. Remember him? He was the like super cheesy seventies cowboy, cowboy character that was Superman's best friend for a while in the seventies. I, I oh. do not remember that. He was I'm actually from 8. some 5. other planet. I'm gonna give it an eight point five, also, even though it sounds like I liked it more than Jeff, and it sounds like I liked it less than I did. I liked yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's a gore. I love Jamal Campbell's art. Yeah, he's he's great. He was Is the that... origin of the halftone doc conversation. Yeah, he was. Was he he's the artist in the previous issue in number one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't know me. You got a score, Roman? Oh, I didn't read it. Oh, right on, man. Right on, man. Any particular reason? I think mainly because I didn't notice it came out. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Valid. The, the Valid. cover, the, the main cover is not the best main cover, I don't think. Yeah. What no. was the. It's just, it's just really oh. dark. Like everything yeah. about this issue was I, super dark. I didn't even notice that cover. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Roman, what's something <clears throat> that you put in your pie hole, your ant consuming hole? What's, some, what's something, what is something I put in my He's pie hole that I, eater. that I He's don't always talk eater. about? Well, they're all things I always freaking talk about. Um, what was your, do you have a 10 this week? Romo? Not quite. I have some nine point five. Roman tried to convince us that he always had a 10 every week, and that was how he had always done it, even though we all knew he was bullshitting. Yeah, and now I'm old and jaded. Um, What's your highest nine and a half? My highest nine and a half? He gave one bad day a nine and a half. Yeah, the Wasp is really good. That's a nine and a half. I knew it. World's he finest. Say Doctor, the wasp. He almost gave Doctor Strange a 10. World's That's finest. Right. There's a nine and a half at least. I mean, it's got metamorph. It's a metamorpho adventure. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going on in World's Finest? I've, I'm not reading that book. It's just Mark Wade having fun with all the classic Silver Age stuff. Has has it gotten better? It sounds like it has. I really didn't like the Devil Neza stuff that the whole first arc was. That caused me to drop out. That was so important, though, Jeff. It, it was all read the Lazarus Planet and all these wonderful Dawn of DC things. Um, I know that's why I feel a little bad <laughs> that I didn't follow through, but I'm nothing if not a guy that doesn't follow through. Well, I got sick of Devil Neza too, except until it it brought in uh, the Monkey Prince and tied into his origins and everything. Then I was more into it. You do like monkeys? Um, I do. No, um, <laughs> bad monkey. Uh, this world's finest. It's it's. It gets into Simon Stagg, one of the other billionaires in the DC universe, has been murdered. And Batman suspects, I mean, the most likely suspect is Rex Mason, Metamorpho. Um, So Batman and Damien go off trying to hunt down Metamorpho. And it's, you know, they retell his origin and like the most gruesome, horrible art style I've ever seen from Metamorpho's origin. Um, They involve Superman a little bit. And of course, being Superman, he's like, oh, come on, it's not Rex. Rex wouldn't have done that. Uh, but Rex has plenty of reasons. He's got the motive and, and everything 
for wanting to kill him. And it's just I don't think it was. I don't think it was Rex. Oh, I bet it wasn't either. But Batman confronts him, and then Superman's like, "No, no." Uh, but, but then the cool part is Jimmy Olsen does a whole bunch of investigative report invest, investigating here. Little Joe. And, yeah. Yeah. And he and his investigation leads to spoilers the, at the end of the issue. He thinks Bruce Wayne is the most likely suspect. Oh, <laughs> my dog. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Wow. And, and in fact, they end up publishing a story on the front page of the Daily Planet that by Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen, because Clark told Jimmy, hey, you find you find good Evans, do this investigation. And then, but Clark had no idea they would come up as Bruce Wayne. Oh, so it sounds like it has gotten better. I, I should check back in with it because I love Mark Wade, but it just seems like he's been coming from a totally different place since he's been back in D.C. But it sounds like this is kind of returning to that tone. Yeah. Yeah, it was a blast. Lazarus Planet and the Devil Neza and, and Batman versus Robin. Like he was just right. Yeah. This. And it's one of those deals with Mark Wayne's science background. He has some real cool, actually, science chemical stuff for Metamorpho to do. And that's fun. Huh. God, damn, God damn, I'm going to give this a gooey. A gooey Roman. <laughs> oh my God, it's still breathing. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. What is it? Holes. I assume that's what a gooey duck sounds like when it breathes. Is it like eleven? What what is you? It's uh Batman Superman World's Finest number thirteen. Okay. Mike Mark Wade and Dan is it Dan Mora? Yeah. Dan Mora. And Bon Villon. Amazing Spider-Man number 22 came out. Zeb Wells, John Romita Jr. Uh, I just had never really realized how much John Romita Jr. can look like Walter Simonson. And there's this like hmm. thought of death in this issue that just looks like Walter Simonson drew it. And that was cool. I will say I don't I've, I've long since not particularly liked when John Romita Jr. gets to come up with character designs. Um, you know, like Captain America's <laughs> run with Reminder or this one, like he's just not very good at alien designs. Uh, but the art is amazing. God, I love this book. I love Spider-Man. Uh, we're hanging out in this alternate version of New York that Mary Jane and Peter were sent to. And, and as we're finding out what happened in that year gap and, uh, while they're in this wasteland, the dude that Mary Jane ends up like marrying or whatever, uh, finds them. And he's like a resistance person in this weird world. Uh, and then Spider-Man gets sent back to our world because Mary Jane sacrifices herself and he uses his webs to throw himself back into the vortex to go back to that hell world. Uh, I love it. I love it. Roman, are you liking this? Okay. You're not liking it as much as I do, but yeah, no, I'm, 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 it's, it's fun though that you're liking it more than me. I see. I was confused. I didn't know who that dude, the resistance guy was. I didn't realize that was Mary Jane's husband. Yeah. Um, even though I think I've read all the issues, maybe I missed some. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it's it's fun. My f- favorite parts were Peter being all scientific and figuring out some things. Um, but yeah, I was a, not that impressed with this god, whatever yeah. this god is, its name and its acolyte, whoever they are. Um, but there was a fun fight. Yeah, yeah. The one thing it's funny. The what the thing that bothers me the most art wise in this is whenever Kamala Khan ms marvel shows up yeah it just looks so unlike all the other versions of her character (laughs) yeah she does look different yeah it doesn't look like her in her own comics it doesn't look like her on her show (laughs) somebody needs to get ramita jr a memo but i think they're all free to give him feedback at this point (laughs) yeah because he's doing the best work he has in 10 years he is he's doing great work yeah it is it is that cover best work he's done since yeah that, that's one of the best comic book covers I've seen in a long time. It's good. It's good. I gave it a 9.0. I'll give it a 7. Hey, Django, um, you want to take us into your basement? My oh, basement? No. Didn't there used to be a thing where, like, you had a basement? Like, there was, like, a... I Andrew, so. am I remembering that correctly? Like, Django had a basement and... I only have one thing in my basement, boys. What is it? Deceased War of the Undead Gods, number How 7 of 8. Going? We're almost done with the final issue of the final se- series of it. It's got Lobo. It's got are you guys current on this? Nope. I oh, yeah. read the, since the first issue. Can I, re- I spoil something? Yeah. I read this one. It's got that great variant cover that's based on Purple Rain. I love it. Yeah. Yep. It's got the Purple Rain cover, and it's got Alfred as the Spectre. Oh, Alfred as a Spectre. <laughs> Dude, Jeff. That's cool. You, uh, I don't want to tell you you got to read this, but I mean, it's, I, it's it worth catching like up. like I'm going to, right? Like, I've read every other one of them. I love it. I don't know Yeah, why but I'm you're not. six issues behind somehow. Like, and that, that happens to me sometimes, even on tom taylor books yeah um 
but yeah, this this has some amazing stuff. It's just so bleak. Um, and the way that they they start coming back in this battle is pretty awesome. There's a there's a great bit where Lobo gets his hand bitten off trying to feed the cure to a big bad guy. And you bastard, I use that hand for some of my favorite things. That's um, a real Django line from a real Django character. It's, yeah, it it that's why I love Lobo. Um, but yeah, just the the it's almost like DC gave Tom Taylor access to a different map of all the characters that you could mash up. And he's like, okay, buddy, let's uh let's just let Cyborg and Brainiac kind of combine and let's have Alfred and the Spectre combine and let's he's just taking all these like disparate characters and smashing them together in a very natural way over and over and over in this run. And I'm I'm just constantly impressed and happy about it. Lobo sticks a big old hook right through light year's head. It's great. I've just had a great time reading comics for the last month. They're, They've been I've, good. Yeah, it's been a really solid month. After, like, I feel like there was kind of a lull of like a <clears> month or so of just like the post Christmas, just everything was kind of blah. But yeah. just I've been reading a ton of them and budgeting time in a much better way. So I'm mm-hmm. reading like three or four issues of things a night rather than cramming, which is what I normally do. And that's been very good. Just good. High scores. Love it. I love it. Yeah. Which is my way of saying, Django, what's your score on that Nine. book? Because we're kind of at the end of it. 9.5. 9.5. It's a high score. Yeah. Uh, Roman, anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Well, he read this one. Which one? What do you say? Oh, yeah. You read Deceased. Sorry. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. I guess you want to score, don't you? Um, oh, yeah. That was a good book. I'll give that a nine. I like those mashups. I do, too. I love that kind of thing. And, yeah, the way they, uh, the way they kind of rally and maybe save the day is very very silver agey there's one issue left i don't know how they're gonna do it <laughs> yeah i don't know unless there are they they're not and then there's gonna be a, a new dc east series a nude dc east i think new. they said this new. is the end tom taylor says the end of him doing it but oh. like in, i think injustice went to some other people afterwards oh well i don't want that <laughs> Jeff King, maybe. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a basement, Roman? Uh, yeah. It's more of a cellar, really. It's where he keeps the bodies. I, 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 I think it's more of a cellar. A basement, I always imagine, is like pretty much finished off. A cellar is like two thirds of it, or, or dirt. Hang on, cellar. I hardly know her. <laughs> oh, Roman, <laughs> way to chime in there. Well, in that case, you can be just like Will and send us an email to the email address jeff at thecomicsplace.com. J-E-F-F at symbol thecomicsplace.com. Or you can be like Will and just show up in Django's house and be a part of this thing. That's my Um, favorite way for him to do it. Yeah. Um, If you guys don't know where Django lives, just ask me and I'll tell you where he lives and you can go and see him anytime you want. He (laughs) loves people just stopping. Yeah. I'll drive people over there for free. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jenny, uh, you had a birthday this last week. I did. You feeling 56? Not yet. Not yet. I don't feel a day over 45. <laughs> You're but 45. I am. You're 46. I'm 46 now. My goodness gracious yeah i would i would recommend it but i wouldn't be in a hurry to get here are you sure you're not 45 i thought you were 12 <laughs> years older than me i'm really never sure of that jeff i was <laughs> born in 1977 in march you were born in 89 so this is the brief time that i'm 11 years older than you 13. 12 years older than 13 years older than you jeepers creepers <laughs> oh and roman uh only three years older than me and 10 years Django's senior or junior rather yeah, something like that. Yeah, thirty-six. We um, are math men. We are the mathematicians <laughs> of the comics place. We are. I hope you've enjoyed this comic book podcast that comes to you from the heart of pop culture, Bellingham, Washington. It's kind of a up place. and to the left, up and to the left heart, if you will. That's a reference to the film JFK, which I've never seen, but Django went through a phase where he liked it a lot. And, and also it. anatomy. He's also into anatomy. Uh, thanks for listening everybody we love you we'll see you next week come into the shop and say hi to us we should have diamond books soon i would bet uh i always am jeff and i've been having weird dreams lately no i'm roman what are your dreams about like i'm not entirely sure that would be appropriate oh okay i'm Django. i was wondering you guys do you think that like in the deceased world do you think ants got the anti-life equation Ooh.
Yes. Wow. They would how are they not get administer, along. Yeah. Think, how are they going to administer the cure to them? I think they did, but for them, they they just call it the life equation. Mm, the ant. <laughs> Holy shit, Roman! Equation. Wow. Jesus. Okay, you guys, I that quit. was a really good thing. I'll talk to you all. Bye. <laughs> good night.